Check, check, check. One, two, one to the two, one to the two, 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 two. Hey, right. Scotty, what's up? I'm coming back. Oh, got a toot. Hold on. The audio fun bag is brought to you by Hard Ice Vodka Freezies and Norman's Electronics. And now we kick it. Oh, hang on. I'm playing a game and I'm doing really well. Check one. Check one, two. One, two, three. One, two, four. How's my level, Los? I don't know. I know you got my shit lower than you. You always do. That's not true. It's such a game you play. It's not a game I play. It's a power move. It's not a power move. Welcome in. It's uh, chapter 16 of the Audio Fun Bag, brought to you by Hard Ice Vodka Freezies and Norman's Electronics. Check them out. They have been cranking out services. They're one of the essential services out there. So if you have anything that goes down equipment-wise in your home, since we're going to be in home for quite a while, give them a call. 770-451-451. 5057. I also did talk to the Bynum boys. They said that uh, while it's it's sparse in the office because that's what they're having to do, yeah, um, alcohol sales are fine. Yeah, so in the end of days, right before you die, what you're going to want to have is a hard ice freezy in your mouth. Because, because nothing's better in hell than a hard ice freezy. You would prefer to have vodka very cold in your mouth when things all fall apart. I mean, if you have a choice, if you're stuck in eternal damnation anyways, don't you want to take maybe a popsicle with alcohol in it? Like, just to amuse yourself? Hey, there's Hitler in the corner. There's Pol Pot hanging out. But I got my vodka freezy. And it will last here forever. Yeah, that's the the... I would run with that tagline because basically we're living in the apocalypse right now. Also, what did we say a lot? That for our advertisers, we're just going to now say, please. Oh, yeah. Check them out. They're local. Yeah, please. And that's what what everybody's kind of shooting for right now. Like, we all know it's... It's tough right now. It's hard. It's tough out there right now, Los. Can I say that in my serious radio voice? We are now hours removed from Governor Kemp deciding that we're shutting schools down for the remainder of the year, and everybody is shelter at home. Now, here's how I know it's serious for you and I. And I, I hate that we have to start off a podcast with this stuff because normally we're not very serious people. They gave you and I paperwork so that we can go through any kind of. Well, let's put it this way. If we get pulled over or we get stopped anywhere or roadblocked or anything else, our paperwork says who we are and that we are part of the broadcast community and we're also responsible for disseminating information and emergency services. I've never really felt quite like a badass. Like, look, being voted Atlanta's most popular and infamous sports radio personality in Atlanta. You know, that you was, created that, a bunch of bots to do that. that. Was, I'm not going to tell anybody that about it, That was kind of a big deal and It'll everything never else. Get out. But now I've been handed this exemption. So the only people that will be allowed on the road, basically, are emergency workers, truckers delivering goods, Los and Hoyt. And here's my theory behind this, Los. I'm going to make a bunch of photocopies of this thing, and I'm going to sell it on the black market to people. Good thing there's no proof of that. So if you're curious, you can email me at Brian Hoyt. Let me give the address first, at Brian Hoyt, exemptionpaper.com slash black market. If you want to really play golf this weekend, that's right. This is your only way. Now, the rules are going to be similar to what we've seen around the country, where if you're out for getting uh, medical, if you're needing to get supplies, there are a number of, of businesses that this applies to, and but they all fall under. You have to be providing some essential service to people. So, Norman's Electronics, that's one of them. Your refrigerator goes down, you're sheltering at home, they can come on out and take care of that, and they'll do it by the CDC guidelines. What do you think about escorts? Do they get exemptions? Personal services. 
Because that's a personal service. Uh, I think that you would have to make the argument that you are helping somebody who is feeble. Because there are exceptions for medical issues. I've got to go help my old uncle who happens to be 60 and he's very lonely. But and if, I'm 25. Because if you're in the dating world right now, like these apps aren't working. Like Bumble, Grinder, all that. They're, they're not working for you because you can't go interact with these people. So... Like, the only thing you're getting are nudes. You know so what it is? If you're, you're getting nudes. If you need a lady or a man of the night. You know what it's becoming? That's an exemption. It's the real world play out of Love is Blind. Except you can see the person, you just can't have any real world interaction with them. Which is perfect for women, because what do women want more than anything? Communication. I want you to communicate and talk. Let's have a conversation. I want this to go deep and build a deep relationship. And what do we want? Sex. The booty! Mike, give me the booty. I can't get none of that right now. No, so yeah, you're right. It does play in the female's favor. They get what they want, and we just. I get, get nothing. I get nudes, and that's it. Get to spend some time with myself. That sucks. Do you only? Are you only the closet guy? Like, is what there anywhere else in the house that you're capable? Uh, basement. I've done it a few times. You've done it in my basement, so <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. Times bathroom, yeah. bedroom. Can we talk about conspiracy theory now? Uh, because there's. I, I I now have this belief. Is this more about where I'm yurking it? No. Oh, okay. I have this belief that people have gotten so fed up with the regularity of bad news that we'll take anything that is somewhat uh, related or takes us away from it and run with it. Like part of it, me part of me believes Tiger King was perfect, perfect timing, perfect place. Binge watching, craziness, conspiracy. Nobody would have watched it. Like, I'm not even sure it was that good of a show. Like, I know you love documentaries. I'm a big fan of documentaries. It wasn't a great documentary by any means. Like, if it was just sitting there and we could do whatever we want, we had a choice of going outside or interacting or going to work, I don't think it would have no. spun off the way it did. But because we're all stuck here and all you have is social media and streaming, that was the only thing to watch. But good documentaries are case studies into people where you establish, do I believe this person? Do I like this person? How often did you come in here after watching Making a Murder and you're like, he's innocent. Oh my God. They railroaded him. And I spent like 10 minutes with it and like, yeah, he's he's a killer. I thought Making a Murderer, though, was a well-put-together documentary. But I it established lines, though. It did. I didn't think this was a well-put-together documentary. I think this was just crazy on top of crazy. Yeah, it was a delve into silly madness. Well, with that being said... I think we're also into conspiracy theory when it comes to Wu-Tang flu, Wuhan flu, Karate Kid virus, Chinese virus. It's still not smart to fuck with the Wu-Tang clue. You meant clan, or did you do that on purpose? I kind of like, put clan and crew together. Into clue. Okay. <laughs> well, you know what? Because I virus. thought you were kind of going like Kung flu, because that's the other one that makes its way around. When, your enemy, This is this is not... By the way, did you notice I dropped an F-bomb in there? That's the fun game in the podcast. Can Lowe's find the F-bomb later on? We'll see how that works. We, we've done this in our history for decades and decades and decades. We identify our enemy. Then we find a way to downgrade them because it's easier for us to not be afraid of them and attack them. So no matter what war we fought, somebody has like a derogatory term for them. That is exactly what's happening. Unfortunately, there is a PC world of Twitter that if you call it Kung Flu, they're like, you're being disrespectful to the Chinese. I'm like, no, it is my enemy, and I'm finding ways to downgrade it and not build it into this giant monster. We have to 
find ways to deal with this stuff without losing our heads over it. Well, I couldn't sleep the other night, and this had nothing to do with Wu-Tang or Kung Fu or anything else. This was just me not sleeping. Old Dirty Bastard wasn't keeping you up in the middle of the night? with No. <laughs> ODB's not here anymore. But he was in Wu-Tang Clan. Yeah, he was. That is true. But yeah. I, I couldn't sleep, and so it's like 2 in the morning. I'm like, what am I going to do? So I pull up in my phone. Someone had a tweet about how... <sighs> I'm gonna. I'm about to go down a hole, by the way, and I need you to tie a rope around me. Trust me, I've got my own hole that I want to take you down. So when I get too far down this hole, you're gonna pull me out of it. Okay. okay explain is, to me how we've gotten to this point with the Wu Tang Clan flu. I start reading on Twitter about how this is all created by Bill Gates. This virus was created by Bill Gates. Allegedly. Allegedly. He's got a lot of power. Use allegedly. Please. Oh, he's not gonna listen to this. Wait, we're on iTunes, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely gonna go through with him. Oh, whatever. Um. You throw in the allegedly part. So apparently, allegedly, he created the virus even though it's not a real virus. And the idea is because they're installing 5G networks all throughout the world. And Bill Gates wants to remove a certain amount of population to keep climate change from happening. So he's cool with it. But he also has the vaccine to it that the vaccine is going to be implanted into our bodies and the 5G network is going to tell the federal governments where we are at all time, which then spun into this implant they're putting into us, which will cure us of the virus that Bill Gates created. Hold on, you're my. I'm, I'm losing control of this rope here, but go ahead. I, I just if need you to get a better grip. In this whole, this I is need like to inception. get a better Do not leave me in this dream. Okay. So then he created this, but then it spun into the mark of the beast and revelation and biblical shit. And at this point, I'm like. What is going on right now? But I'm fascinated by it, and I have to keep reading. I'm not falling for it. I'm not believing it, but I'm going to keep reading about this because it's fascinating stuff. So now he's implanting stuff into us, and then some guy came down on a horse with seven heads, and then... <laughs> now, I, now we're getting biblical. <laughs> I, had, I had to flip the switch, and I was like... I gotta tap out. I gotta tap out. I'm, that, I'm, I'm way down here. Los, pull me out. And, and that's was, when you checked out. But there were so many people commenting on this and believing in this. This is 5G. Everything about this is them putting up these cell towers, and they had pictures of these cell towers and everything else. And I'm like, it's kind of fun to believe in that. It's kind of it's better to have an origin story that's much more sexy. Because yeah. everyone wants to everyone wants to know where the speakeasy is. Everyone wants to know the the last name of the bartender. Everybody wants to know that one little place that you can go that's open till four o'clock in the morning and you can go party over there. Like knowing something that other people don't know is empowering. It kind of felt like I was in what was it, National Treasure? What was oh, the Yeah. Yeah, with the Illuminati and, and the and the Freemasons are over here. It's and, you and Nick Cage. Yeah, and there there's a there's a pyramid on the dollar bill and it's actually the the big brother watching us. And the NWOs taking over, not like Hogan and those guys. Not like, like the not like the roided up wrestlers who no, half no, no, of them no, no. really like other dudes too. This is globalism versus capitalism, and it was it was a weird, weird, twisted, dark web that I just went down. And then, but you have to search for it, by the way. Will you tie me off, and I'll take you down mine? Because Google is trying to limit our access into actually into actually getting this knowledge, Los. So, have you been following? And there's so many of these crazy stories out there. This one started probably a week ago, and it has to do with uh, Alibaba. And are you familiar with that? That's a big. That's, that's Amazon version in China. 
Uh, oh no! It, I thought that was the dude from Aladdin. Prince Ali, fabulous he, Ali Ababa. No, different, different thing entirely. Heard your princess was a sight lovely to see. So I thought you were going to tie me off here. Here you, you are. You're like trying to jump goal. in the hole with me. <laughs> so I want to start my conspiracy theory right here. A hundred vagrants with swords. I think that you both, you and I, are in agreement, and as your leader Fred Durst once said, in agreement, that this did not come out of a market. Los, I will not stand. I will not stand for you slandering the Chinese government. Continue on. I uh, I don't believe this came out of a market. And the more data that we get, and the more stuff that people are writing about it, you realize, yeah, this this might have escaped from their version of the CDC. I'm not saying it was intentionally put upon their people, but somebody didn't do some stuff right. Well, this all started. What was it? Episode six for us, the audio fun bag, where we Dude, were talking about like, bats and them I, eating bats and everything well, else we, in the wet market. We dropped it in as a note in episode like one or two, yeah. and then got into it more in episode six. So that's like ten weeks ago when we were discussing this in in this regard with this seriousness. But you don't think it came out of the wet market? No, I think it actually came out of some one of their one of their CDC like facilities. Now, with that being said, here we go. Have you seen what they were doing there? And they did this for months to curtail the virus. What they did, this kind of feeds into your hole. Like I'm coming swinging over into your hole a little bit. Uh, the Chinese government partnered with Alibaba and a couple of other uh, companies there to create apps on your cell phone that were basically checking your level of temperature, uh, possibility of basically. They were restricting your movement if you had a certain level of color of, of code. ABC last night had a map. It was either ABC or NBC had a map that basically showed the temperature of everybody in the United States. And so Atlanta was like hot. Oh, we've got a 99.6 temperature. So there must be sick people here. Or, or New York had that kind of it's thing. It's a Wi-Fi enabled thermometer that does that. Very so, big brother. So what was going on with the Chinese is that they were restricting movement for people that when they would have this app was coming back very negative for them. Well, in my opinion, as I continue forward, then there's the story that's been out there, and, and your, most of your news, like the AP was like, no, it can't be possibly right, can't be possibly right. So 21 million people, Chinese cell phone users, disappeared in the last three months. You can read this everywhere, and there's a number of people that will just say, no, that's not true. And the Chinese government and everybody else has said, no, no, just during the virus, they canceled their their phone subscriptions. You couldn't move around without the app and and, the, and your phone showing that you were healthy. So the idea that this isn't when the Chinese tell us like, hey, it's these numbers and it's only this amount of people. No, no. They're burning bodies and doing everything over there. I'm fully convinced that they messed up badly and they don't want the rest of the world to know how bad their atrocity is going to be. Feels like we just did 10 minutes like of one of those shows that's on at 2 a.m. Yeah. Overnights with whatever. Yeah. Space like, cadet kind of thing. Like four people are going to come in with jackets on right now and shut us down. But this is what happens when you don't have a I real know, origin I story. I have I have nothing, so we just and, search and oh, by for the way, stories you, or answers. You just went with that whole Bill Gates technology thing? I didn't say I believed it. I just read it. But what does it feed into what I just described? Technology and what they're trying to do as far as mapping out where you're going. We now are in a, a, a place, and this is the weird part about all this stuff. Whenever there's any kind of dramatic thing that happens to a population, uh, 9-11 is one that we would all probably remember for the most part, but you've had women in, in Pearl Harbor. You've had things like that where... I remember that, Ben Affleck. People exchange freedom for security, and it's a matter of how much will you give up. In this case, 
We're all doing it as being personally responsible. I don't want to get somebody sick who has underlying issues. I don't want to get my family sick. I don't want to get anybody else sick. Now, for 99 point whatever percent of the population, you're, you'll get it, you'll get over it, and that's about it. But you don't want to have the, the you know, how many ever so people that were going to get this and then will pass away. I don't want that on my conscience. So I'm willing to separate some freedom for security, and that's, that's where all this is going. Have you tried to trick yourself, like, mentally into thinking you're sick? No. Oh, yeah, my, my mind's been playing tricks with me. I'm like, uh-oh, my throat feels a little interesting right now. And, like, it, what was Eminem's mom where she would fake things to get prescription drugs? Yeah, she would pretend he was sick. Yeah, I feel like I'm doing that. Like, oh, shit, I just coughed. Can we reenact what People happens? People are looking at me funny. Can we reenact what happens? Okay, this is what happens every day in the studio. Okay, you are, you're paying attention to your thing. And we're right in the middle of the craziest amount of pollen all over this town. And so I will randomly go, Choo! Oh, there's the corona. That's exactly how it goes every time, <laughs> no matter what. One of us sneezes, up. Oh, there's the corona. We're going to have to call the doctor in to isolate you. Immediately, we start saying this stuff to one another. And again, it all goes back just trying to downplay the seriousness no, of it. because we try to joke Because we try to everything. joke around about it. We try and joke around about it to downplay it. I don't know what else to do. We, we've talked about how I handle funerals and everything else. Yeah, I you, don't know what you, else to do. You make jokes. I do. It's what I do. You make jokes. But I do think I have a slight fever. Well, don't, don't come into work. Will you check? Even though you have, I got to check rectally. Is that what you're going to make me do? Do they call it rectally or anally? Like, is it no, it's a like, rectal thermometer. Can we check you? But they should call it an anal thermometer. No, it's because it's going into your rectum. Anally. You know that your rectum and your anus are two different things, right? There's no temperature that can be taken from your anus. What? All right. What are you talking about? Good break. It's now time for a classic audio fun bag moment. Brought to you by Hard Ice Vodka Freezies and Norman's Electronics. Aren't you going through a divorce or something? You told me to bring it up. I think at the time it was Brian Finneran who was doing the on-air ad talking about uh, the car deals. And Sandra decided to open up her mic and try and speak to somebody either back here or just kept her mic on. Beautiful day out here in Atlanta. A little chilly. A little chilly, but the deals are hot up at Kiamala, Georgia, and that's why my man Scott Jenneman, the VP up there, joins us now to tell you the new hot deal this afternoon. That's a fact. Thanks, Finn, buddy. Good to talk to you. I, I wish I was downtown with you guys having a little fun, but uh, we're up here selling cars, as always. The weekend is kicking off. We've always got the best price. You too. Price Go, sale. Bama. <laughs> <laughs> what? Hey, two and a half miles west of the Mall of Georgia or online at lovemykia.com. Did you look here? Look at that. Anus is the bottom hole. The rectum is inside. Did you just learn this? Yeah, I pulled up a little... Uh, oh, little, little uh, schematic, right yeah. There. Chapter uh, 16 of the audio fun bag. Look, there's your anus. It's right here. Thank you to Hard Ice Vodka Freezies and Norman's Electronics. Give them a call, 770 770- Four five one fifty fifty seven. They are open. They're running tech all over the place. So if you've got a major appliance that goes down, they can definitely help you out with that. And hard ice vodka freezes just helps you, well, just deal with the the current situation of the day. There's your rectum. I, I know. I understand it. There's your cancer. Yeah, yeah. And there's your polyp. Right. But you thought that if you just never mind. So this segment. Speaking of your anus, do you know all the planets? 
Like it's it's something where we learn. You're right, and in then you like let it go. Elementary school, yeah. Do you still know them all? Like, can you tell them in order? Uh, no, but uh, what I would say is that I still have the time period where Pluto was a planet, and then wasn't. But it came back. I right, thought. it came back. It circled back around where they went. You know what? It is a planet. Mercury, Venus, Earth, Mars is not a planet. Or Mars, Mars is, is next. Mars is a planet. Jupiter, Saturn, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, Pluto. As long as you get in Venus. That's the one everyone seems to forget. Yeah, that was after Mercury. Right. That's the one that for some reason everyone's like, what's that one? You're like, it's Venus, dude. I'm not saying that I know the planets right off the top of my head. I certainly don't know the order anymore. I just know that the, no, further, told you. the further away you are from the sun, the more inhabitable it is for us as humans now only on Earth. If you go one planet further out, ain't so inhabitable. Isn't the moon a planet? No. It's a satellite. What? Yeah. It just like a moon. I'm going to have to look that up, too. Okay. Take a look at that. Uh, by the way, in the third segment, <laughs> we're going to get into one piece of audio where it, I went back and I was looking, listening to the, a lot of uh, old audio fun bags, and we have now reached the one from four and a half, five years ago where we had the appearance of the Zapruder film, oh! Van Gorder film. So we're going to finish up tonight with that moment where it was two pieces of audio, state classics, where we reached into the Zapruder Van Gorder film. You know it's not fair what you do, by the way. Like, we'll be in the middle of doing Chuck and Chernoff, so when you hear the drop of Lowe saying, oh, I'm sorry, I was listening to a better radio show, it's because he was going through some of the audio, fun bag audio. I just hear you back there dying laughing, and I'm like... This isn't fair. I want to laugh along, but instead I have to listen to a CFT to make sure I hit the close on time. We will be doing a segment, and I will I will just be bouncing through the audio trying you're, to find what are we going to use this week. You're crying laughing. Yes. I'm like, I want to know what's funny, too. I know. And then when I tell you, like, oh, I've got this for you, you're like, I'm working, damn it. Because there's times I can drift more than you can. I know you can. But I then also have those moments where I'm being pulled in, like, five different directions and, like, Here's the sales office. Here's over to the programming. Make sure you answer for this. Oh, by the way, get back to this person. Um, so yeah, when I get those moments, I start working on audio fun back. I'm not saying you don't do anything. No, I'm saying no, I'm, I'm just... the guy in the in the little what is it, the crow's nest? Yeah. Like I gotta keep an eye out for icebergs no, the entire time. Yeah, because you if... can throw it on autopilot and walk away every once in a while. Yeah, I do get to do the the bathroom break. Yeah, I get to do those every so. day at 120. About 120. Yeah. It's amazing it's, how that, he's always back for halftime. It's like clockwork. I'm like, ooh, it's here. You it's know, happening. You know it's a bad day if Los is not back for halftime on BNK. It's like, oh, he's not regular. Things are not going well. So I want to ask you this, and this is a very personal conversation, not about your divorce, um, for God. you and, and the audience. Thank God. We realized that uh, I, I called my wife, and she goes, hey, um, I just found out they're having to change this show around. She's in charge of doing content for these trade shows. And she goes, they're going to change this show around. We're having to cancel this. And they're turning this into a a, a medical facility. And so we gotta, I got to put the insurance paperwork together. Can you pick me up a bottle of wine on the way home? I go, yeah, absolutely. And that happens almost every day right now. And so I think this little quiet secret that's out there where we want to kind of say it, but we don't. Our alcohol intake is so much higher in the past two to three weeks that I just know that in my house, there's just can after can of, of Sprite Zero and vodka, vodka bottles that are just, I'm like, normally it would take, okay, that one's going to take like a week or two to get through. And a week, if it's a football season, two weeks on the regular, it's like three days and it's gone. 
Lisa had me go to Costco, and she's like, hey, I'm out of my wine. Which, by the way, I don't know anything about her wine. Like, I just know it's white, and that's that's about it. And that's so what you grab. Sends me the label. They got a huge selection over there. And I'm like, how much do you want? You want a bottle, two bottles? She goes, no, just get the case. Yeah. The, the case is like the, the 12 together. It's cheaper, too, that way. Yeah, I don't think that's what it's about. I no. think it's about survival. I don't think it's about a cost-effective management. I think it's just survival at this point. One of the problems I had when we were trying to figure out, okay, we're recording tonight, and I've, I still got to do the stream. I still got to do the Brave stream. So I have to get home in time to get that done as well. And I got to stop by the liquor store. You, you, and mine is closing before 10 o'clock right now. You realize we are in, in some ways cheating on our wives by coming into work. Like they are stuck there. They are. Like Lisa is stuck it. there. I know Allie's stuck there 24-7 yeah. with the kids. Like because we have the exemption right now, we can come into work. It's such a relief right now to come into work. What happened? Uh-oh. Lowe's didn't think we were rolling. He looked very disappointed. Do we, we need to redo that? No, entire? I had this random thought that we weren't doing. Yeah, so we have been cheating on our wives with work. I just had this horrible feeling suddenly of, did I even hit record? And this is what's happening to me in my regular day. There are little things. I just wrote War and Peace, but I never put it on paper. There are little things that I am going, I got to double check that. Because I'm having to double check everything. Everything I'm having to double check right now. Because my, my kids are tearing up the house. Nobody's around here to pick up the slide. It's just you and me for the most part, and there's a couple of people that are buzzing around. So if I don't do something, there's no one else who's going to do it. And so every now and then, I'm just like, I got to go check something. That's where I'm at. Plus alcohol. We have another month of this shit. I know. At least. At least. Like, ah. And I know the idea of this podcast is kind of take your mind off it, too. I, I, I tend to be... Here's where I like to think of myself. I like to think of myself as one of those people that like a team guy. You know, you don't, he's not going to hit you 40 home runs. He's not going to steal you 40 bases. But you know what? He brings a fun attitude that every time you walk on those white lines, okay, we're going to have fun. He's going to lighten it up a little bit, put a smile on his face. I'm tired of that. Like, I'm so tired of doing I don't want that. to carry that that burden anymore. It's like it's like when we were in Chicago and South Bend, and I told Chernoff after, when did we get there? Wednesday night? And I told Chernoff after after the Notre Dame game on Saturday, I was like, I'm so tired of being Hoyt right now. Like, I've, I've been <laughs> well, on for four straight days of having to be this lovable character of everything else. Lowe's, I'm so tired of being the uplifting one right now. My favorite thing related to you from that entire weekend. I need someone to take over. Outside of us being on the field together at Notre Dame, and that was really cool. I need a nap. Was getting a phone call from our nanny at the time. And she goes, hey, um... Have you seen this video? And I'm like, I'm like, what video? And immediately I think, did I do something that I shouldn't have? And, and my penis is out there. Like, what happened? What what's going on? She goes, I think your friend Hoyt. It's like he showed up and you were on some like Forsyth County news site yeah. with the video of you calling the dogs in some restaurant, like twelve hours after you had done it. And so that was the moment where I went, oh man, Hoyt's having to do this for a full three or four days. Well, because there's there's Hoyt. And then there's Hoyt, and like you got to you got to turn it on, you know, when you're around the people and everything else. Because I am like, you know, the number well, one voted on celebrity in Atlanta sports radio. It, it, he did only take two weeks to start <laughs> really putting it out there. But you and I don't mind that sort of stuff. We go out and we'll we'll drink no, and, and hang out. That's I, not a big deal. I love it, but it was like four days straight. So I, I'm kind of feeling the same thing. Like I come in and 
heads are hanging and everything else. And I'm like, oh, you know, I can't do nut taps anymore or anything else because that's frowned upon. Apparently, we can't touch anybody. So Finally. I come up and screw around with somebody and try to liven the mood and everything else. I'm so tired. I'm so tired. I just you know what you need? Crawl into a hole. You need a mental day. What did I tell you I was going to do? Yeah. I'm going to use leave a, me. I'm going to use a spirit day. You're going to leave me to do this. I, I'm going to make a donation to Atlanta Food Bank. The Medina Fund. And after I make that donation, I'm just going to lay in the basement and not do anything or read anything or talk to anybody for a day. You're going to show up to the food bank. Get your card stamped. No, 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 no. All right, I was here for 15 minutes. No, you don't understand. I'm out. I'm Time going, for a nap. I'm going online. I'm making a donation oh, at like 8 in the morning. Dick. Yeah, that's exactly what's going to happen. <laughs> and I'm going to use my spirit day. We have a spirit day where as long as you're doing some sort of community activity, you get the day off to use that. So I'm pondering. Yeah, I think the only spirit day that David Dickey gives me, he's like, hey, wear your school colors today. <laughs> Thanks, David. Because my entire apparel group just can, has G's on it anyways. What do you think I wear every other day? Can't really say that much as I wear a Georgia sweatshirt today. Let's build up the, the camaraderie around here by wearing your spirit shirt. Yeah, it is our job, though. We've got to carry the groceries yeah. for fun. And, and we, we have made a conscious decision. Like, Chuck has led this thing to somewhat beat him down from time to time. And yes. I, I'm saying that I'm, I'm beaten. I, I talk about it all the time. We have two choices. We can be doom and gloom and when sports coming back and oh everything's terrible or we can say all right, all right let's deal with what it is let's have some fun and we're gonna get kicked in the nuts quite a bit but from pick, six pick, feet away pick yourself up and then let's talk about what's going to happen this football season or like today we talked about what is what's the first thing you're going to do when we can get social again and you and i are like we're going across the street and grabbing a beer going to a bar going to a bar just chilling a game yeah that's just- all Getting drunk and and getting in an Uber. I haven't been in an Uber in so long. It's so simple that all I'm planning on doing is I want to sit down at a bar, watch about three or four hours of football, have some beers, and get in an Uber and, and safely get home and go to bed. Like I've had to drive drunk home so many times recently. Yeah, that's not going to work out well for the rest of Atlanta. But there's not a lot of cars out there. But so. I'm going to show them my exemption. Look, look. Be like this says look, it this says, says I can drive drunk. It says I'm essential person <laughs> right here. Right here. All right, coming up next, we'll review the Zapruder Van Gorder film. <laughs> Van, Van Gorder film? It's now time for a classic audio fun bag moment. Brought to you by Hard Ice Vodka Freezies and Norman's Electronics. Looks like the sun is coming up, Chuck. Shades on in Dark Club. I just have to assume <laughs> that they were having some sort of technical issue because Sandra is running point. Go Bama! <laughs> she starts up the segment... But for some reason, I don't. I think, just guessing, she couldn't hear herself in her headphones. So I don't think she believed that what she was saying was going out over the air. So this is what you get when technology messes up. This is WCNN North Atlanta, a Dickie Broadcasting Station. Part of the appeal for us in the deal we got back is that these guys are going to cut their teeth as Atlanta Braves, and they're going to be here and be a part of the fabric. That's John. That's John. That's John Hart. That's John Hart. That's John Hart. Is it going over the air? Sorry, guys. We've got some technical difficulties in up in here. Before we get into this, yeah, and I, you know, well, bring us back. No, no, no. Hit your sponsor. Hit your sponsor. Hit your freezies. Chapter sixteen. Hit your Normans. 
Hard Ice Vodka Freezies and Norman's Electronics brings you this hot p- opinion from Brian Hoyt. No, it's not an opinion. I was talking this to... This hot thought. I was talking... This hot take. <laughs> no. This it, hotness. It, it, this hot it. story. Would you let this me hot just... shit. I had a little bit too much caffeine. So anyways, I was talking to Ingram while he mailed in the Clubhouse report today with like a 16-minute interview of Terry Pendleton, which is still 14 minutes short of Nick and Chris's record right now. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, I was talking to him about... I gotta go, guys. No, no, no. One more question. <laughs> Hank's got a question for you. Go ahead, Hank. And Hank starts barking in the background. He's talking to Ben about certain things you want to call. I don't know. I was just screwing around with him. What would you rather call? An NLDS championship game win, game five, or a perfect game? Championship win. Definitely. Really? Over a perfect game? Yeah. I, I think because it's much more of a, a perfect game is perfect it, game lives on an in infamy it will be played over and over and over again NLDS just kind of sits there yeah but there's something that is awesome about celebrating a team a city an organization so much more than a moment for a guy because when you throw a perfect game that is strictly the moment of the guy on the mound it doesn't have anything to do with the first baseman or the left fielder the center fielder. When Mark Burley threw his, uh, and granted, he made there was an outstanding play made in center field for yep. him, but you can't name who that person is, and I can name that Mark Burley was on the mound. That's the difference. Whereas a, a National League team that goes out and wins a game five, that's their moment, and but, you got it. But you've got build up that entire game. Like from the fifth inning on, when you start seeing those zeros stack up, you've got build up every inning that it happens until the crescendo in the ninth. What I think has happened in Major League Baseball is that the home run or strikeout has devalued all those sorts of things. Oh. That it's, if, I'm not having to worry about getting out Tony Gwynn in the lineup. Here comes Tony. He might ruin the perfect game. But don't you change your approach slightly in the seventh inning when you see all those zeros up there? Like, I'm going to screw this guy over. No, they're still going to keep it coming. I'm going the other way. Everybody's still lumberjacking up there. Speaking of jacking, um, this was that moment. (laughs) When we got a chance to hear one of the most awesome moments in audio fun bag history, the Zapruder Van Gorder film. Two Are we pieces get fired here. No, two pieces of audio. It's all in good fun. Okay, here's the front a, line driven by Kia. Now pay attention. Can I, can, yeah, go. Can for I it. say one thing before we do this? Because I don't know what you're about to do here, and I want to make that very clear to Stake, who's going to hear this secondhand. Rapid fire. I hope Stake's kids aren't listening because I don't want them to to misunderstand that we're just having fun with their dad and we love their dad. And we think the world of their dad, mm. but as part of the audio fun bag, we must mock. Back to you, Los. All right. This was Steak. And, and pay attention to Brian Finneran here. Hear how Finneran jumps in. This where Steak was throwing out the phone number. I watched a YouTube video that's had about 2 million hits that lived up to billing. And you're going to call me a sissy? Yeah. But it was so entertaining. I'll tell you that in a second. We've got full lines on Cam Newton. 404 uh, if you want to get aboard. And uh, 404-231-1680. Yeah. Is that what you said? Yeah, I think so. Sounded funny. Hey, Kitty, you're on Sports Radio 680, the fan. How many numbers did he call for there? 404-31-1680. This, all I'm going to say is this. There's going to be pauses involved here that you're going to hear, and those pauses are actually Sean Nurney and Matt Edgar, who were trying to talk to Stake and Finneran, in their headphones, they're trying to clear up what they're trying to say. So you'll hear them. They're, you know that they're on the air, but you're not going to hear any audio here. We haven't doctored it outside of that. This is where Stake is trying to pronounce one in particular word. To sit here and say that there's no way that Thomas can have a good draft 
is asinine. It's ridiculous. Of course he can have a good draft. we got to move on. we got to hope the guys that he's drafted the last two or three years turn into real good football players, and the guys that he gets in free agency in the draft this year are impact players in 2016. Yeah, I'm not trying to tell you that. I'm not trying to take up or not take up with him, but, I mean, this is just, like, over the top. What, what did you want to hear from the guy yesterday? Are we going to, like, break this down like a, a Van Gruder film? <laughs> a, a Van Gruder film? What? Was it a, 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 a Bruder film? What the hell? You know, one of those films that you break down. I'm not familiar. <laughs> it's a Bruder? Yeah, that's, that's it. So, okay. It's a Bruder, yeah. So, whatever he is. He was a, a linebacker coach years ago. <sighs> I'll never forget when Brian Van Gorder a Van Gorder film. Remember when Brian Van Gorder took that that film of the second gunman on the grass? You know, I think I got a second gunman, and it was Brian Van Gorder who shot that piece of Van Gorder film. If you break down the Van Gorder film, a Van Gorder film three, a Bruder film. Oh well, listen. You know, again to stick up for stake. Whatever he is, he was a linebacker coach years ago. Sometimes you start and you just can't stop. What the hell? We've all... I'm not familiar. Had a misstep or two. Van Gruder film? <laughs> I, I just, Bob, I a Van Gorder film? <laughs> That's the audio fun bag. What the hell? I, I can't think of another amateur shot video as famous in history as the Zapruder film. A Bruder film? <laughs> the Van Gorder film was pretty famous. A Van Gorder film? How to get pressure with just your right. four linemen, and the, then you can drop seven into coverage. What they did against Tennessee. What? In that Van Gorder film was pretty Van Gruder film? Of, it's been analyzed and overanalyzed for years and years. People trying to dissect it. It happens. A there you go. A Bruder film? This is why This is why we get in trouble and why Steak hates the us. A Van Gorder film. And I thought, we, I thought we... You missed it at... at the big party for the AFC NFC uh, bash. I thought we had kind of mended fences, and now it's it's all ruined again. A br- br- a, br- a Bruder film. It was outstanding. I I can't help it. It was one of those things where you and I just looked at each other like, did that really? Ha- uh, huh? So I think last was last week the Bengals. Uh, G and Arnie Brevard. Right, Vontaze that entire run. Burflick we're run. In, yeah. Which which yeah. one? We're by the way, we're still in the fun bag section where we were allowed to make fun <laughs> of him and go really hard in on this we, guy. I realized from listening back to these fun bags that we got to a point. Damn right, we did. Where there was a run for like <laughs> two or three months. I wonder why I went away. Where the front row was just. <laughs> In it all the time, like. But remember, Buck and Chuck had a run too. Yeah, they did. We're now out of that period. We're now into like January, and so it'll come back around. <laughs> like the Buck and Chucks are coming back around in probably about four or five episodes. Here's the best thing that ever happened to the front row and their brand and everything else. I don't know what candy, Buck. <laughs> <laughs> Moving to six to nine because that meant there was probably an hour to an hour of thirty now that. I'm just not up, and I'm with the kids, and I can't listen to every little bit of their show. Yeah, like, I got homeschool right now. When they were 9 to noon, though... Hit, we heard everything. I didn't miss a second of that show, yeah. and I would pounce on it. Like, my notebook was just filled with times of, go pull this, go pull this, go pull this. Pull back the curtain. You would start every day as we were getting into Buck and Kincaid. You would start the day <laughs> by pulling audio 
at like 12.01. And I'm like, what is he working on? And you would start just going through your day stuff of, I'm going to listen back on this. And we would just, we'd spend the first 15 minutes of the day laughing, going, okay, that's in the next fun bag. And it's not just fun bag audio. Like when you hear Sandra say the Mexicans, like that was just her one day saying the Mexicans. And then she finished the rest of her sentence. But I just heard it in that moment. I was like, I need that as a drop or stake saying, be careful about some of these agents. I don't, I don't, still to this day, don't know what he actually said there. Asians or agents. Now it's kind of turned into, it's turned into Buck Baloo. <laughs> like recently, Buck has been issuing these lines that have me cracking up like, then he had to take on the homeless situation. situation. I'm like, no, he had Ken Law fought all the homeless he at once. He single-handedly <laughs> took on the homeless. He ended homelessness in Columbia, South Carolina by himself. All right, that's going to do it for us. Well, uh, well, you do your thing. Sign us off. Uh, what did I do last week? Wash your hands? No, can't do that one again. Uh, man, you put me on the spot.